Hello, Insane Rhetoric listeners. It's time for another episode of YouTube Live. We broadcast Monday. Where do the Ukraine? The Super Bowl 56. Can background checks have to do with each other? Absolutely nothing. But come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. What's up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's going on? What it is? You know, we out here once again preparing for war, but praying for peace. Hey, it's that time. Insane Rhetoric back on. Let's get it. What's up, sister? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm preparing for war, but I'm praying for peace. So I don't know. Whatever comes with me. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on with you? What's going on? Everything is good in the neighborhood with me. That's good. good. Ain't nobody get shot down there in H-Town? I'm sure there were many people shot here. (laughs) But I, you know, I I don't. Okay, for us to do this kind of show. Okay, this don't. Okay, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Insane ready with listeners. So insane ready with listeners. Tell y'all something. So, listen. (laughs) (laughs) We do this kind of show right when we talk about current events. I hate the news. (laughs) Y'all, I don't like to watch the news. It's usually bad. Because the news is. The news is depressing because they always tell me who got shot. Yeah, that's true. They, and it's usually and it's usually at a corner store. It's usually at the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all y'all go to the regular podcast uh platform that y'all listen to and listen to yesterday's episode. We talked about the corner store. In Chicago. The corner store in Chicago. Look. There's so, some gummy birds. Look. So we said we said we said corner store. If for those of you who didn't understand what corner store was, <laughs> I, I just it's, it's it's suburbia. It will be your local neighborhood grocer. <laughs> <laughs> you know the store on the corner. But if it's in the hood, it's the corner store. You know where you can say where you can buy three loose cigarettes for a quarter. <laughs> the they don't know that if they live in suburbia, they just go buy a carton of cigarettes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But if it was the corner store in the hood, you could buy a cigarette for a quarter a piece at the corner. You no, know, the first time I saw that, it tripped me up. Sing- selling single cigarettes. Yeah, I was like, I just well, kind of did a double take. I went. <laughs> well. You think about it. You it's easier you to for you to find four quarters in a couch than it is for you to come up with eight or nine dollars for a pack of cigarettes. That's how much pack of cigarettes cost now. It depends on where you at and what your brand you buy. Like if you own on the East Coast, 
A pack of cigarettes will cost you anywhere from eight to ten dollars. Yeah, it, yeah, they high. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, like the 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 decade cigarettes here in Missouri. That's like the cheap brand. You can get them for like two two dollars, or the Cheyennes. You can get them for like two or three dollars. And uh, but when you talk about name brand like Cools. That's gonna be like a five or six pack. That's gonna be about five or six dollars. Uh, Newports definitely because most black people. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask you: Is the black people still smoking Newports? Yeah, they still smoking Newports, Cools, Newports, and then you got them old cats that smoke them Benson and Hedges, them long cigarettes. <laughs> so I mean, it just depends on where you are. But them cigarettes go, they go high. They man, they high. Matter of fact, I think I need to start investing in some cigarettes. You know, I, I had a bout with smoking cigarettes. I was I I would smoke cigarettes and then I would go out of smoking cigarettes, then I would smoke cigarettes and I wouldn't smoke cigarettes. So I finally stopped. Let me tell you why I finally stopped smoking cigarettes. I finally stopped smoking cigarettes because it made no sense. So I didn't like the smoke being in my clothes. And uh well. I didn't, like to, I, I didn't like to smoke outside in the heat. Oh, no, you, yeah, you ain't no dedicated cigarette smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I would, anytime I, when I would, the moment I would know I was pregnant, I could stop smoking, boom. Yeah, that's because you wouldn't, you, you was just doing it for, like, for this, the look of it. You weren't doing it for the, like, the actual feeling of it. You probably was like, you probably was the black female Bill Clinton. You probably didn't even inhale. No, I inhale. Let, let me tell you what. Let me. I figured out because let me tell you how I would start smoking again. So I would stop smoking, and then I would start smoking again because I would get very angry about yeah, something. So it was a stress reliever. Yeah. And once I figured that out, then I could stop smoking. I stopped smoking. Well, you answered the age-old question for me. I guess that's why that's why black people smoke so much because they always depressed being black in America. <laughs> and angry. I didn't say I was depressed. I'm saying angry, but that's what I mean. Oh, and so so you think about all the people that just go around and, and gotta deal with the cycle of life. And being black, yeah, I guess I smoke like a chimney too. Yeah, it would come, but then, I, but then I had to stop because I didn't like it in my clothes and my hair. Yeah, I don't like. I, I don't like. I don't. And like it's like you can't food. ever get that smell out. No, you can't. I'm like you, you might as well throw them clothes away. And that's why, I like, like people used to ride with me back in the day in my car and everything, and they was like, "Can we smoke in here?" Absolutely not, because once that smoke is in that that headliner and in them doors, yeah, you 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 ain't gonna get that out. That stuff that stuff sticks. It's like like people who drink for a long time, even when they stop drinking, you can still smell like Melody alcohol. Pores. Yeah, yeah, coming out their pores, it's crazy. Yeah, I. But when I did smoke. When I first started smoking, I smoked a cigarette that one of my aunts smoked. Mm-hmm. What was that? Those long, more cigarettes. I ain't never heard of those. They're long and brown. They were called more. Oh, I, I used to call them cocaine sticks because that's what they look 
okay here we go here we go here we go world on youtube i like like watch this next one watch this next one what is a cocaine stick (laughs) (laughs) it it looked like it looked like a cigarette long and brown like that but they used to roll it in in cigar paper and lace it with cocaine Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, like the learning from, never ends. Where I'm from, they did, 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 did a lot of stuff with different type of cigarettes. You know, like you know, like you know, I ain't trying to glorify doing drugs. No, we're not glorifying drug use. No, we but are, it's just I'm becoming it's, educated on certain terms. It's just it's okay. just funny. It's just funny. Like you, you ever heard of water? <laughs> I guess that would be a negative, and I'm not talking about the clear drinking water. <laughs> so like, so like, okay, kids, this is drug <laughs> education one on one. Do not do these things. <laughs> We are not advocates for <laughs> no, drugs not at all. Or drug it's, abuse. It's just funny how you see things growing up through the hood, and you, you just and, be like. Mm. And so we 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 made it clear that I didn't grow up in the hood. Man, so man. when we use terms, and I'm unaware, this we know if you have followed our show from the regular podcast that we have on into now in 2022, we do the YouTube channel. And if you have followed our show, you know that I have learned quite a bit <laughs> on this show. I was using the term cocoa for cocoa puffs. I mean cuckoo for cocoa puffs until just last year. <sighs> until I saw the Mickey Howard movie, the story of Mickey Howard. And she yeah. was hanging out with Shaka Khan. And Shaka Khan used the term cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Mm-hmm. And so then I went and Googled all of the different names for, well, I didn't know it was all of the different names. I Googled the slang term for cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And it came up that it was one of the names for cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think crack actually. Okay. It's However, it's just a different form and how, how it's put together. Coca so, leaf. Look at listen to all the C's and the O's. Coca leaf. <laughs> Coke. <laughs> Cuckoo for cocoa. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. We're not advocates for drug use or abuse, or the sale of. But when terms come up, I am going to ask what they mean, because I know that there are a lot of you out there just like me who want to be aware of what someone's talking about. Oh, yeah. So anyway, the the thing with that was, like, they used to take cigarettes, and the cigarette they would do they had somebody that they knew in funeral homes and they would give them, sell them in bombing fluid 
they would take the cigarette, dump it in the embalming fluid, take it out, and then let it dry. And then when it dries, the 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 uh, the cigarette absorbs the environment fluid, and it's called smoking water. Damn. Oh yeah, like I had uh, one of our neighborhood friends years ago when that stuff started getting rampant. He actually did that, and he was at a lake called Carlisle Lake. And uh, yeah, he didn't make it. You smoke one of them things with that embalming fluid on it, and thought he was Jesus Christ, and tried to walk on the water. Okay. Yeah. So drug abuse and drug <laughs> use is dangerous, people. This is our PSA for today. Don't do, sell, buy, consume drugs. They're bad. They're dangerous. It might turn you into a prostitute and die. <laughs> I'm just saying. Even the prostitute should not be using drugs. Huh? Even the prostitute should not be using drugs. No, that's what I said. I said it might turn you into a prostitute. <laughs> Meaning when you can't get what you need, you're doing other things to get it. See, again, on this show, well, it wasn't on this show. It was on this show that I told y'all about it. But again, you know that I like to learn things. If you have paid attention to Insane Rhetoric on any platform that we're on, you heard me say that I discovered many years ago what a $2 hole was. They used to be forty dollars, but they, the Reagan era, sent that down. That just, it just got so bad. It's just two dollars. Two dollars. It's just all bad. It's two dollar hoe. I I learned that. So I learned things, y'all. I actually pride myself that I learn one thing every day. Like I really love to do that. So hey, even, show, if, even if it's something difficult, like two dollar hoe. Listen, this show is like. The adult version of Sesame Street is educational. <laughs> Can you tell me how to get how to get to insane rhetoric? Hey, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So that's that's what's up. <laughs> I- Okay. I'm over here. <laughs> hey, who talks about this type of stuff early in the morning? We do. That, this, oh, my goodness, man. This is why we in St. Rhetoric. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh, what's up? What's up? What, what we got going on today? Hey, what you think about? Um, uh, I don't know if you heard. You do you think that uh Russia's going to invade Ukraine? You think about that? You think that it's going to happen? I've been waiting for it to happen for a couple of years now. A couple of years. 
We talking about we talking about right now. I know. I said I've been waiting. Why you been waiting on it to happen for a couple of years? So what's, I've what's been your take anticipating on it? it that long? What's your take on it? I don't have a take on it. I want to talk about Super Bowl. All right, I just want to say see what you thought because it was world news and you know a lot of people is like up in arms about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I was I was just saying what your take on it was because I I I think people uh what's what's your name Putin I think he wants to uh restore the uh the 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 Russian country the USSR I think that's what he's going to do. Huh? Duh. I mean. I think that's what he's been I mean, trying to do. You can't see a power play when you see a power play? I don't know. Oh, I can. Okay. So, <laughs> what happened? Okay. Yeah. We, okay. So, we told y'all we was going to tell y'all something. Super Bowl 56. We told y'all we was going to tell y'all something. That y'all, gonna y'all was going to be shocked. What we going to tell them? Y'all, guess what? Remember I said, I was only maybe going to watch the halftime show. Well, y'all, guess what? I actually watched the game and enjoyed it. (laughs) Why are you whispering like a (laughs) kid? Like the killer, the witness, the scene, the kid, the murder go down. He's like, he over there. He over there. Secret society, you like? I actually enjoy it. <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh my goodness, man! <laughs> so, who was you rooting for? What team was you pulling for? You just enjoyed watching the game because we know you haven't watched the game since uh, Watergate because of the Houston Oilers. <laughs> So what did you like about the game? Did, it, it was it was riveting. Okay, okay. That was that was that was football from yesteryear. I was excited to watch it. For those people who don't know, who are under the age of thirty-five, yesteryear means a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me how to get? <laughs> I'm gonna make that song. I'm gonna write that song somehow for the IR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, my, my co-host, my co-host was like, "What you doing up?" Didn't want the people to go to bed, get off work at two, and sleep by six for the rest of the night. <laughs> you do it up at 10 o'clock. <sighs> wake up early and take five naps in three hours. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> okay, y'all. So, listen. So, okay. So, I was, 
Okay, so the Super Bowl was on. Mm-hmm. It's always on, but I'm never watching it. Right. I had my headset on and a rug. Well, so I had my headset on and so, well, I was working. I was doing some stuff for, you know, my multiple, we do? My we multiple do? stuff. You know, yeah, I was just do. working. Mm-hmm. And so it was on but I wasn't like listening, listening. Mm-hmm. But I was like every once in a while, like, you know, glancing up. And then when the Super Bowl came on, I stopped everything I was doing. Because of course, well, I had to see the halftime show. Right. Okay. And and I can tell you that there are some halftime shows I'm not like like trying to see. But I will stop and watch a Super Bowl. Halftime show. Cause they're not that long, even if they even if they people I don't want to see, they're not that long. Right. But it it was everybody I wanted to see. You, you, did you see what I said? I didn't say everybody. I know what you said. <laughs> I said everybody. <laughs> make make your way on into the hood, huh? I hear you. I heard you. <laughs> It's a slow process. You'll get on in there. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain my black card. I'm just <sighs> so anyway. <sighs> Super Bowl came on and Dre was messing with his mic. Oh, that would be Dr. Dre. He was he was messing with his mic in his back. And then he stood up and extended his hands in there. And I just couldn't even work right there. I just was on my feet. Yeah. What was interesting though, how the crowd went wild because people didn't know. Like, like we knew if you were even if you if you were just like into NWA mm-hmm. or even if you weren't just that into NWA, but you were in the music, mm-hmm. like we knew that Drake could play the piano, right? Oh yeah, definitely, no doubt about it. But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, didn't know it all. He was the main. He was the main producer. Him and DJ Yellow was the main producer for NWA. So when he started playing that classical music, and you could see the crowd went wild because, like, it was like, ah, yeah, they ain't still playing it. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't expect no nigga to know how to play classical music. <laughs> that's, that's what that was. Yeah, a lot of people. Okay, that don't make sense because there's a lot of black people. Okay, but anyway, that we're not on that subject today. But anyway, so he was playing the piano. I was up on my feet dancing the whole time, and then Snoop came out, and then when Snoop started walking through the dog house, I was out, I, I was dancing. Then Mary J came out. Mary J looked hot. Man, she looked like she was together. She did. She did her thing. I was surprised, like, I was surprised, like, because it was some people that they didn't announce that was going to be on there. They didn't announce that 50 was going to be on that show. Uh, and I think on certain commercials, I heard them say that Eminem was going to be on the show, but they wouldn't running it like back to back like that. So when I seen them, I was like, okay, Detroit and New York City. Okay. I see. But you know what? <laughs> How are we going to have a show with Drake? 
and not have M&M. They go, they go hand in hand. You know what I mean? But that people don't realize that he he was in, he was had an integral part in bringing him in, ushering him in. Yeah, but uh, but like he wasn't he wasn't essential like that back in the day. He was still come making on, Slim Shady. Come on, what's no, up? No, that's not what I'm Marshall saying. Marshall I'm, saying, I'm oh. saying like him and Dre and Snoop had a longer standing relationship because they did multiple albums together before he even found Eminem. That's that what I'm true. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so when he did come on the scene with Dre, then they was just start. They started to make music and do things, and then he just he just got hot, got hot as hell in the situation. So it just it just blew up, and he did his thing. I ain't now. Nah, I'm just saying that the relationship. He wasn't there like from day one no. with them because them them the, the, the N- NWA and Snoop <clears throat> all was California people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they was they, they was, was already in the circuit with each they other all the time. Huh? They was death row together. Who? Dre and Snoop, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When uh when shit when shit. No, I, I, I had to think about what you were saying. I thought because we were talking about Eminem at the time, so I was that's what I was like. Oh. So yeah, that, yeah, because after after Suge Knight tried to extort him for money and try to keep him in a contract, he bounced on him. He's like, man, I start I I'll start all this stuff all over again and still make a killing in the game, and that's what he did. So sure. the dude is smart, dude, very smart, very talented. Musicianship is superb. Can't get no better. Well, you you want to leave too. Somebody want to try to act like they want to kill you if you don't do what they say. I mean, no doubt about it. But like I'm saying, like that that was just the nature of the beast for that for that West Coast rapping right there. You know what I'm saying? Because he was trying to make money. What Suge was trying to do was try to do what Master P did in the South. He was trying to get all the mainstream artists on his label to to do all his music. You know, he, did, he did that quite well. I, I was watching a video of Snoop talking about death, his time at death row. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he never, like the royalties and all of that that you would think that he would have received from all of that. He didn't get it. And never got it. Yeah. And he was like, he didn't start. He said he made his first hundred thousand from a commercial, mm-hmm. and he say he didn't start his his um, journey to entrepreneurship and businessman and all of that until he met Master P. It was after he met Master P that he owned his first house in his name. It was. When he that was when he owned his first car in his name. Mm-hmm. He was like, it was Master P. He was like, Master P had gas stations and yeah, you know, like all kinds of stuff. And Master P showed him how to do the business. He was like, Master P showed him the business, and Dre, I mean, uh, not Dre, uh, should showed him the show. He said, you know, it's show business, his words. Mm-hmm. You know, it's show business. Yeah. Uh, I learned show over there at Death Row. It was Master P who showed me 
business. Business. That's it. That's so it. So he mean, said he never yeah. he uh he never received royalty. But look, guess what? So y'all, I don't know if y'all know, but he gonna make plenty of money off of it now because he on he on death row now. The whole yeah. death row, everything. 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 And that's all he gotta do is re-release stuff. That's all he gotta do. Tupac. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah, like I say, it 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 don't even make a difference because like he can he can release one album from Death Row's catalog every month, probably for the next 12 years. And make his money on it because now he and make his money off of it. And okay. then being the dude that he is, remaster it and have them cats come back and do them. Look, look. I mean, there's ways that you can do it. Now we can. Now we can hear. Not look. Now we can hear gin and juice and the money actually go to sleep. Man, listen. It was so many cats on the West Coast that was doing uh, music like crazy. Like one of my guys I like was Spice One. Then you had E-40 out there. You know what I'm saying? You had so many talented cats on the West Coast. It was ridiculous. You yeah. know, it was it was just crazy. But, you know, that's, that's just how it go. Like I said, you know, that's the same thing that he was doing with Tupac. He had given him front money, but he didn't pay him all his royalties and all his uh, his 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 back uh releases for what the stuff that he had released he didn't give him no money for that and that's that's what he was trying to do he basically the dude was just doing extortion on a large level with everybody but you see where that gets you yeah yeah so i mean yeah if you fire with people people respect you and you go along in the game. And the prime example of that is Barry Gordy. Now, I ain't saying Barry Gordy didn't do nothing shady at times. I ain't saying that. But overall, you don't hear nothing bad about Barry Gordy. Because he was pretty much, he came up in an era where he was a straight shooting dude. You know what I'm saying? And everybody loved to work with that guy. And he promoted everybody and paid people for what they did. So, I mean... You got to respect the rules to the game. If you don't, the rules will come back and choke you. Yeah. Well, he, so he, so he got it and he made it, he turned it into NFT. You know what? I think, I, th- I think he only bought it just to spite, uh, spice should. Because, I, like, because the, the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because it was a smart I, business move. Regardless, it, yeah, it was a smart business move. But that's that's what he does. He's known for that. Like when he sold the beach to Apple, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he made like three point five billion dollars off that move alone. <laughs> when he designed Beach by Dre and then pitched it to Apple, when Apple bought it, oh, it was a wrap. That put him in the billionaire status. So why was Snoop? Why? Why was Snoop buying Death Row to piss off Jews? Like, what, what would be the? Just because of what he tried to do, because they had bad blood with each other while he was there. You know what I'm saying? So it makes sense to like smite your nose or cut off your nose to spite your face. 
So because you was the face of it, shoe, you know what I'm saying? And you tried to do this and all this to us and extort us. I'm going to buy the business because he didn't own it no more. That, that catalog was out there because he was going to jail. So he had to sell off a whole lot of stuff to try to keep up with them, them finances for them lawyers. So Snoop came by and picked all that stuff up. You can make money off it. Like, now who the guy that's really in charge? That's now I'm looking like you did all that to get over, but you still wind up on the bottom. And the people you were trying to get over on, we got what we need and we on top with the stuff that you was quote unquote running. Well, Shook's son is is happy. Huh? Shook's son is happy. That uh, 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 he happy that 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 uh, Snoop guy, because he's like now is where is you know is where it belonged actually. Like it'll be heard and it'll be heard the right way and it'll be heard from the right person. Like because Snoop was a founding member of Death Row. Like oh, I know he was. I know it was. It, Man, it just make it makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense that he would have it. One of them yeah. should have it. Yeah, I mean. But what was cold was that he he got the news just as he was about to go on to the Super Bowl. Hmm. That that that's sweet victory right there. Oh yeah, yeah. You performing at the Super Bowl and just moments before you performing at the Super Bowl, you found out. You got ownership now of something you helped to to, to build. Yeah. To to even create. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, and that's and that's what I'm talking about, man. Like when you when you uh when you are an entrepreneur and you have your dreams and your aspirations to go out there and get it, listen, we don't joke around here and say rhetoric, but we do. But when it's something that you want to do. We all about promoting that long as it ain't criminal activity. <laughs> we yeah. all about promoting, you know, different people's businesses and things that they do and kids trying to get into entrepreneurship and different yeah. things of that nature. Man, listen, it's all about that. When you build something, you definitely don't want nobody to take it. And they think the problem with it is in, in the world, a lot of people think that everything is for sale but it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's just certain things you can't offer me all the money in the world to give you because I put my blood, sweat and tears in it to make it. You just, you just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So some people, everything is for sale for some people. For the most part, when you're doing something big, you ain't trying to sell it off, you know, and you definitely ain't trying to have nobody take it. This what this what uh, Snoop said. He said, I'm thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and uh, culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. This is an extremely meaningful moment for me. It is. It is for us, Mr. Dog. 
Man, go you ahead. You got to know Snoop Dogg. Tell him we talk about him a lot on Inside Rhetoric. Go ahead and get it, Snoop, man. You doing your thing, brother. You've been doing it for a long time, and you still looking good. Do it. Get that paper, brother. Get that paper. <laughs> yeah, we. it is for us, too, Mr. Dog. We, we glad you got it, too. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. See, when you... See, my thing is, when you, when you are appreciative of other people's thing, how they accomplish things, people will do the same for you when it's your time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But, you know, some people want to walk around with lemons in their mouth and frown at everybody and always talking down and bad about somebody. But that's probably why you ain't got nothing. Yeah. You don't know how to help other people celebrate what they have. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do. You just keep doing you. We have always loved you doing you. Yeah. We need you to keep doing it. So, but you know what my thing was? You know when my stand out of uh Super Bowl 56 was? What? Kendrick Lamar. You know what? Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, so before the Super Bowl, my co-host was talking about Kendrick Lamar, right? And I was like, oh. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all see? Okay, y'all see. See? Black card. I didn't say wait a minute. I said wait a minute. Listen. Listen. Listen, Kendrick Kendrick Lamar came on. Y'all. And he started singing. Listen, I promise. I promise. I went, oh, yeah. You had to jog your memory who he was. The boy got skills. The boy, yeah. he, he got some. He got some bars for your tail, and I like him. He the dude can go. He can flow at the drop of a dime. His voice, his his style, his swag, how he moves. The dude is just awesome in what he do. I was like, I think that is the best show in NFL history. Second. To the Michael Jackson Super Bowl. So people are saying that this this not only was it what we're saying, but it was um also um a, a, a statement about all of the racial controversies we've had mm-hmm. in the past couple of years. Right. Past couple of years of for the 240 years that the place has been in existence. Which one? <laughs> Past couple of years. You mean yeah. by the beginning of the United States history? Okay, let's get thank you. And 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 not not just in the world, but like especially in in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Because they've been getting their hit on racism like a lot and so, so yeah and of course right. then they, they, so it's being said that you know they wanted that the nfl probably wanted some credit for showing black music it's not black music it's americana music but black music especially yeah. pop. listen listen i remember 
when McDonald's used to have just the McDonald's commercial. If you listen to any commercial now, it's black music. McDonald's, you hear beats and drums. You hear all kind of crazy vocals. You go to, you listen to the car dealerships that uh, promote their commercials. It's black music. It ain't boring like it used to be. You you be like, dang, what's that? You the music catch my attention, and the fact that I like cars, I'll be like, oh, that track is banging. Oh, that's a new Buick, Buick LaCrosse or something. You know, it's it's crazy. Well, the the Coca Cola commercial used to catch my attention, and it wasn't black. It wasn't black music. Have a Coke and a smile makes you feel good. Makes you feel nice. I listen. I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't know that. I, the the, the yeah. first time, the first, the first time I noticed Coca Cola. I like to teach you. the world to sing in perfect harmony. I know that song. I know that song, but that didn't catch my attention. The first time I caught, I, the first time I caught the Coca Cola commercial, and it stood out to me is when Tyrese was on the bus and he was singing about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was I like, like, I like this dude. This dude. Killing it. I like Tyrese's Coca-Cola commercial too. Yes, yeah. that's the it that's what I'm saying. It was starting to change. But you like, know, even Kroger got even have you heard the new Kroger commercial? Uh-uh. About the prices getting low, 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 low. I, I have heard that. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They didn't caught on that. The music industry is ran by the black people when it comes to the talent, and that if we start using our culture is not just Taylor Swift. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. Sorry, Tanner. You're cool, but when it comes to music, that ain't what I I listen to. I like you, Taylor. I mean, mean, she. I said she cool, (laughs) but I'm just saying that ain't my my brand. It ain't the first thing I turn on, though, Taylor. To be honest, but I do like you. I'm just saying. If I was gonna turn on anybody, I might turn on Jennifer Jennifer uh, Lopez before I turn you on, but. Hey, I'm gonna tell you though. Jennifer Lopez and LL Cool J the other day. Hey, y'all, hit the hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. And follow. I'm gonna tell you what one of my favorite songs was last uh, last year was Tennessee Whiskey. What's that? You gotta look it up. It's a good song. (laughs) I was listening to LL Cool J and and Jennifer Lopez. What they on? 
No, this is an old song. Oh, oh my life is all I have. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember that song. And then he was rapping when she was. Mm-hmm. I remember that song. I remember I was, that song. I was just but yeah, like, like I don't know. So, so like, so you you thought that the football game was cool. You thought that the halftime show was, it was banging. Riveting. It was riveting. Yeah, I couldn't. Even I, I was tripped work. out. I was tripped out that the police. I mean, not the police, but the uh, but the NFL didn't want him, him to say that his stanza still can't stand the police, dude. I wrote the song. <laughs> what you mean? I ain't gonna be able to say it. I'm gonna say what I want to say. Like I do here the insane rhetoric. Say what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you know, listen, listen, listen if you, you think about it like this, if everybody remember my boy Ice-T, West Coast rapper, yeah. Ice-T wrote a song called F the Police, yeah. and he wind up being a police on the show, you know what I'm saying? So, you can't... You and, he, can't. and he was a pimp on that show, on that same show? Yeah. Yeah. And that ain't the one that brought him back as a recurring character. He been no, yeah. no, not at all. So I mean, you can't you can't trip off of what people say, man. If this is how they feel, and shoot, like I say, if you wasn't in that environment, getting beat down like Rodney King back in the day, you that's that's why they felt that way. So I mean, yeah. you can't you can't be mad at somebody's opinion how they feel. Yeah. So I don't know. But I think I think the show was off the meter. I think the show was like the halftime show was crazy. The band that they had on up there was blazing. Yeah. The drummer was getting it. The drum, the drummer, the drummer and the bass player was getting it. Yeah. Yeah. But Mary Jane. Can I have your outfit? Do they do they come in my side? I can't wear it outside like you. Oh Lord! But I could just wear wear it in my house (laughs) while I'm washing dishes. (laughs) Sometimes I don't know why I come on here. (laughs) Because people just open up opportunities for me to say crazy stuff. Oh my god. So you just want the Mary J outfit just to walk around in the house. So you just gonna be looking like aluminum foil walking through the house. <laughs> I don't know why I come on this show. I don't. Yep. Because every day is something new. <laughs> So you want the wig too, the blind hair too? You want the whole outfit. You don't want to change nothing. You want the whole outfit. If Tyler Perry can do it and look and be uh, acting like he Medea standing on top of a car, I think I could do it and just be in my in my kitchen. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. I don't. I don't have anything else to say. Show's over. I don't have anything. <laughs> don't. This is just some time foolery. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> this is, I have exhausted my words for the day. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm just done. Number three letter words, four letter words for the rest of this show. I'm not. I, I, I think 
I mean, I wouldn't wear it out because then I just look crazy. <laughs> but uh, in my house, funny, not, funny about funny thing about that, you be in the right area. Some pimp will pick you up. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> and they come yeah, looking for you, looking like see, Silver Surfer outside. <laughs> I could just be in my house, wash dishes, clean up, and listen to No Pain while I'm and pretend like I'm singing it with the boom. Mm-hmm. And okay. just like make, go and flash the lights on and on, uh-huh. pretend like I'm at the Super Bowl. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> <sighs> Maybe not. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I, I just, I really did like her outfit. Mm-mm. I did. I really like her outfit. I did. I did. I really like her outfit. I did. Man, I, I like I say, it's it's all good, man. And I she was just every, up there just singing and carrying on, like I, I think every. But she held her space. She held her space, and she held her. She held her place, and she like she was right there. She was. She was the queen of R&B, like there she was right there with them dudes all around her. She was, she was. I mean, I, I like, I say, they I think. had the Titans. Listen, they had the Titans of hip hop and rap, right? They had the Titans mm-hmm. of rap around her. And she was, and then here she was, queen of R&B. Nah, it would have been something different if Eve had been there, because then she would have fit right in with them dudes. Like, you know, oh, Eve, or, you know, like, or Missy Elliott, or, you know, Sister Soldier. Why are you going all the way back there? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would have took it. Listen, I got to rep my girls. I got to rep my girls. I got to rep my girls. All them were tight. All them were tight, no doubt about it. Yeah. But... One name you forgot to mention that I would have put in there for that show that I thought would have fit would, would be Rihanna. Mm. <laughs> like, because Rihanna, Rihanna can go. She can, but she ain't got nothing on there, Jay. I'm sorry. Wait, what you talking about? Vocally or when it comes to rapping? Oh, rapping. Okay. She'll give her that. <laughs> what you mean? What's so? What you mean? She ain't got nothing. You think? You think? No, you think Mary J was the. You jam. think Mary J has better vocals than Rihanna? Oh hell yeah! Have you ever actually listened to to Mary J? Oh yeah, I have. I listened to Mary J like I listened to Mariah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mary J is very, very underestimated. Like <laughs> I don't underestimate her at all. Oh, but when I was when I when it's a lot of stuff that Mary J will not go and get on a high register unless it's listen. I don't. Well, but everybody want to be a mini Ripperton. No, you ain't got to no, be on no, a high no, register. No, no, no. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not. Can, I'm not saying that high of a register. Sometimes I know Mary J can go get it. And you expect her to, but she'll back off of it and just keep it subtle. And 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 that's cool for what she's doing in yeah. that song. But like I didn't heard Mary J get up to like a register like Karen Clark before. 
And I was just like, that's Mary? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, so yeah, I, I, I am very familiar with Mary her. Got, Mary got, this is why she the queen of R&B. Well, as long as she stay out of jail, because the Pied Piper of uh, <laughs> R&B is like. Okay. So Starbucks and Arizona tea. Starbucks and Arizona tea. Starbucks and Arizona tea. Did I say it three times? Yeah, that was three times. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I get it. Like I, 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 I think uh, you know, like you say, Minnie Rippleton, Benny Rippleton was great, and then uh, what was her? Uh, the other little chick that Dre was dealing with, uh, Michelle Lay, she had a vocal, vocal ability, but I couldn't stand the way she spoke. Oh, that got on my nerves. But her, but her, her ability to go get that range was unsurpassed. She was the bomb. But they, yeah, she could her. go. They, they mistreated her at death row. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but she could, y'all. she could, she could go though. She could yeah. go. All so. the dudes, all the dudes always get all the credit for Death Row, but she brought she brought her fire to Death Row. It was a lot of women who sung hooks on their songs, man, that a lot didn't get a whole lot of spotlight. But if it wasn't for them hooks that they were singing in the backgrounds, yeah. half of them songs wouldn't have been worth listening to. Like the old girl from uh from um uh, uh no limit. Who was a, a rapper? Mia X yeah. was a blaze. She was blaze. I mean, flat out. She just could go. Drop of a nine, just start spitting. Yeah. So I mean, like, I don't take nothing from nobody with their talent, man. Like I say, but when it comes to, you know, when you're a musician. Yeah. You listen for certain things, and when you're a musician and producer, you listen for certain things. That's your that's your gift. You you know where a person can go, and then you hear the music as it progresses, and you know it's supposed to go somewhere, and then the ear doesn't hear where it settles, and it's like you left that alone. And that's why I say I know that from that being a musician and that experience you know the progression of something goes 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 into it peaks and then it it comes down you know what i'm saying but sometimes people back off of it and don't give you the rest of where you know they should be going and that's just only from a music point of view because a lot of people that just sit and listen to music ears are not in tune like that Mm-hmm. They just gotta enjoy the music. It's like I can't even go to a concert and actually enjoy it because of who I am. It's just the fact that I'm going to critique it because I'm a musician. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, ah, uh, he could have put a D D minor right there. Uh, he could have put an E flat major or something right there. E flat minor right there, and it yeah. would have been better. You know, so my ears is tuned for something totally different than the average person who just wants to listen to music. So that's why I say, that's why I don't count because I'm listening for what your abilities are and where you're going, not for enjoying me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing people was talking about was like um, Eminem. Mm-hmm. He knelt on one knee. Mm-hmm. But like, so, so that was homage to uh, 
again, this was the social social uh, justice kind of stuff going on with this, mm-hmm. this show. And it was homage to Colin Ka- Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, absolutely. So what people don't realize is that the NFL actually like was like, cool. Like they, they saw the rehearsals. They knew he was going to do it. It wasn't something that Dre was like, hey, Dre didn't orchestrate it as far as putting the show together. It was something that Eminem decided to do on his own mm-hmm. during an NFL event mm-hmm. to bring light to what happened with Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Like to, to bring it back into the spotlight. Like, don't forget. Right. 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 Because now the NFL players, we've gone all these years and now the NFL players, it's like no repercussions, whatever. You you kneel, you kneel, you stand, you stand, whatever, 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 right? But we had to go through a whole long process. To get there. Mean, listen, you are exactly right. I I think about that like, you know, no repercussions. First of all, if you are in the land of the free and the home of the brave and all that crap then you should respect which way I admonish anything that I do. Yeah. You you know, if I don't want to stand for the national anthem, that's my business. If I don't and I if I don't want to salute salute the Pledge of Allegiance and the colors, that's my business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I that's that's on me. Who are you to dictate to me? Even if you pay me how I should attend certain things when it comes to that. Like that's that's what you love to do. That that ain't where I am. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the problem. So it took a whole bunch of people to band together. That just shows you how change happens. It took a whole bunch of people to band together for them to realize if we don't give them what they want, they're gonna start playing. And we ain't gonna make no what bottom line. Yeah, because <laughs> that's all America is built on is the freaking bottom line. Yeah, you know, like you, if you go back, and I ain't trying to get no history lesson, but if you go back to the sixties, the main thing that had an impact when Martin was doing his thing is when they boycotted the bus system, and when they did that, they had to come to the table and understand that mostly blacks are riding the bus. <laughs> You know, we've and if they're, many, and if they're not riding the bus, huh? We've had many uh, conversations on this show about uh, black buying power. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and if blacks are not riding the bus, then the the economics are hurt because we rely on their money to do this. And when they took that away, Martin took that away. He that's what more that's really what got Martin killed when it comes down to it. He he affected their bottom line and their pocket. Yeah. When you go and you change commerce, you you do something to stop com- e-commerce, you have now put a target on your head for people to come after you. If uh, if uh you know, like I know we was talking about this show, but if you don't understand what has happened in Canada, what's going on in Canada is the gridlock of truckers because they don't want 
people to come in without no mask. And it yep. is like, it is crazy what's happening right there. But what's happening is they saying that they, the, the auto companies can't get their supplies and it's costing them millions a dollar a day. Yeah. Because of that. So, I mean, you stop a person's money. Yeah. They're going to be upset. Somebody going to lose their life to get their money back in order. So, I mean, you yeah. know, I, I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. So the only thing the NFL really, because Dre, Dre said this, that the only thing the NFL like really was kind of like, hey, can you change this? And he, he said they, they made like really, really super minor changes. Like they pretty much didn't change anything. Mm-hmm. The only, the biggest thing that they all felt like was a minor change was Kendrick Lamar's song you know, references games. So they were like, can you like pull, find a way to pull that around? And they was all like, yeah, okay, cool. So as long as the artist was good with it, I'm good with it. Like, I don't. I mean, yeah, like, but see, my thing is, I don't believe in changing stuff just because somebody wants you to change it. Well. I, I mean, fine and dandy if you do, but like I said, this is this is my craft. This is what I do. So I don't so, want to change yeah. so something. If, but if they that, were okay with it, then I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I get that, and I am too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, and if the greatest plus, good, if the greatest plus, good, first of all, first of all, let, let's get, let's get the notion out the way. First of all, it shouldn't you shouldn't be changing nothing because don't none of those artists get paid to do the Super Bowl. None of them. Matter of fact, to be clear, Dre put a lot of money up to put on that production. To be clear about it. So if the so so if the greater good was to bring hip hop to the forefront. To bring it up, bring it to the forefront in a way that was that an op, in an opportunity that was never given before. Mm-hmm. If that was the end game, and all you asking me to do is find a way not to reference a game, to say it in a different way. I mean, I, like I say, I ain't mad at them. They reference their gang all the time. Don't nobody tell them to stop referencing their gang. Yeah. They reference the police beatings all the time. Don't nobody tell them to put their gang on hold. <laughs> so I think that, I think... <laughs> So here's my thing. I think, see, so, you know, everything doesn't have to be blatant. Just like racism is not always blatant, right? It depends on who's talking about it. I'm just saying it's not always blatant. Critical race theory tells us that racism is not always blatant. It's sometimes subtle. So if you really are paying attention and woke like you want to believe you are, Somebody told me I wasn't woke because I ain't no word. <laughs> well, she told me that I was talking like I was from suburbia. So she told me I ain't woke because I didn't know one word. Lady, do you know how many words I know more than you? She told me she told me I was from suburbia. Anyway, listen. Listen. So if you really paid attention to that show, the whole show spoke to all of the things you're talking about like 
is for like whoever did who whoever did a halftime show at the Super Bowl, and I've seen a lot of halftime shows at the Super Bowl. Okay, who did a halftime show where you was in the hood? You had the house, the club, you had, and then you had the hoopties out in front. Oh, them wasn't no hoopties. Okay. <laughs> them was oh, six threes and six fours. I Chevy Impala classics. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There wasn't no hoopties. I'm supposed to say whip. <laughs> yeah. I learned that on instant rhetoric. Can you tell me how to get? Okay, listen. So. They had the cars out there lined up in front of the houses. They had the girls all in the in the club, all upon. Um, uh, they were smoking the chronic over there in the dog house. They was hanging with hanging with the homies. They was like they was all up on the rooftop with the dove. I mean, with the pigeons. Hey, oh, okay. We was Pigeon in the pigeons. hood. We was in the hood. Okay, I know the pigeons were supposed to be up there. Huh. Y'all think I don't know? Y'all think I don't know? I know the pigeons were supposed to be up on top of the roof of the house. What, they, what the pigeons do? What the pigeons do? Why you? Why you? Why you? I, got I don't know. Them? I just know they're supposed to be up there. <laughs> Are they homing pigeons? No, pigeons. Pigeons. When police come, they clap to fly the pigeons around See, so they let them know that so it lets them know that the police are on their way into they oh, okay. It's like smoke signals there pitching pigeons. Okay. <laughs> I knew the pigeons were supposed to be up there and I knew I was supposed to clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a warning sign the police okay. are coming. <laughs> Can you tell me how to get how to get to insane rhetoric? Okay, listen. So, okay, listen, y'all, listen. So, if you just really paid attention, you see this. You see Americana, the way you see Compton. You you see where they came from. Right. Okay. So you see Compton, but then you have their guests from New York. Their guest from Detroit, and then you also saw, you also saw the unity of East Coast West Coast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all don't really know all of this, you know, Tupac, Biggie, all of that. Y'all know y'all wasn't living during that time. Okay, it was it was a struggle. The struggle was real. Yeah, okay? to to be clear. Tupac was not from California. Right. He was from West Coast. I mean, East Coast. He's he was from the East Coast. Coast. But he became West Coast when Shoot went in the jail and was like, hey, little homie, I got you. Yeah. Okay. We, we digress. But anyway, if you really like pay attention, like all those elements of Americana, of the struggle, of all of the stuff these guys went through and their friends and families went through, you saw this neighborhood and you, so it's not that big of a stretch to get to Eminem taking the knee, you know, like. The only thing I didn't see in that show is diversity. I think they should have had Vanilla Ice up there. 
No, they didn't need vanilla ice. They needed <laughs> M and M. We had diversity. M and M ain't white. <laughs> that dude is not white. Sorry. Yeah. Y'all see my brother. That's that's a brother. That's a brother. That's a brother. That's a brother from the south side, north side, west side, or whatever side he's from. Detroit. Do you know how horrible Detroit is? (laughs) Like Detroit is is listen. Why you gotta mention Marshall Mathers? Why you gotta mention him? Detroit, Detroit is like this. When the big three were in Detroit, I'm talking about the motor companies. I, I, when I, they was, when they, I know what you, you know, I know, you know. So when the big three was in Detroit, they was a booming economy. I mean, everybody was making money in Detroit. Once them three left, the economy started to tank. And like they crying went through the roof. So I mean, like, He's from a place where he understands struggle. And even when he came, when he came on the scene, he was talking about the struggles that he had in his side of projects, talking about growing up in a in a trailer home and dealing with his daughter's mama and all that type of stuff. He even talked about it. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't that ain't no, that ain't no, that ain't no white boy. That's a brother. He 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 didn't he didn't been down through there. So Shout outs to Detroit, because like Detroit is one of the craziest cities, man. But you know, I like Detroit. Smooth, but it's cold. Why you gonna talk about Marshall Mathers? I'm not talking about him. I'm just saying I'm giving him Haley's daddy. That's Haley's daddy. I'm just just gonna talk about Haley. Right, Haley. (laughs) Okay. So now let's talk about this. Y'all, my co-host asked me a question earlier in the show. He said, who was I rooting for? Well, we know who I was rooting for. I was rooting for the Bengals because y'all saw me in my Bengals jersey. That game was riveting. We was winning. And then, what's his name? Aaron who? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald happened. Nah, Aaron Donald was happening in the whole game. It's what <laughs> Yeah. That's why the score was like it was. That was like, but see. Oh, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? I didn't say that's why the score was as it was. I said that's why the score was like it was. The score. You gonna have our uh people calling in on you talking about like, who is you trying to make fun of? <laughs> Listen, hey. She don't need no smoke. I got her back. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. I ain't don't trying to make fun of nobody. Like I'm trying. You try to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> you fit in fine. So so yeah, like Aaron Donald basically ran that game. I mean that dude was yeah. just he he was just after yeah. the quarterback in every play. I mean, but then I gotta say that in the beginning. Uh, the quarterbacks didn't want to take chances, but it's the Super Bowl. You're on playing on the biggest stage in sports for football. You got to throw the ball. You, can't, you couldn't run it. You got to throw the ball and trust that the person down there is going to go get it. Like on, on uh, 
on uh, the Bengals side, you have one of the coldest wide, you got one of the coldest wide receivers in the game, and that's Jamar Chase. Throw the ball, dude, and go catch it. Is he that the boy that it. was running and catching it and catching it? Yes, out? that's Jamar Chase. Number one, right? Yes, Chase, that dude Yo. is, he a monster. You Yo. know what I'm saying? And he was getting free, but 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 uh, he just yeah. didn't want to sling the ball. He didn't want to take no chances. And then when Stafford came up by that second quarter, he was like getting hit enough, but he started slinging the ball. They started getting open, and that's what changed that. Plus the penalties, yeah. like it was just like crazy. I think I think actually that Cincinnati gave that game away. Shots out to Ohio, man. Sorry, man. But <laughs> no. Mm-mm. We had a good game. They did. Went down to the wire. They did. They held they, they held they all all the way to the end. They could have first did. time in over 30 years. They could have they could have they, they 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 did what they were supposed to do, but I do believe if they would have started up early because you got to remember Cincinnati was up. They scored first. Bengals they scored first, and they love you, And they could have, they could have kept it moving, but they started laying back and didn't want to. They didn't want to push. Well, first of all, they have to protect their quarterback. That's the first thing. Listen, quarterbacks are made to be hit, and if you get the ball away for quick enough, you ain't got to worry about being hit. Bengals, we love you. We love <laughs> you, Bingo. We love you, Bingo. Okay, we love you too, Rams, but we love you, Bengals. Listen, listen. I ain't no Rams fan, but they played. They, yeah, but they 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 did they thing. They played they, their game and they they, they, won. they was they was hungry. You know they what I'm saying? They played so, their game I mean, and they won. No heat, yeah. no smoke so, on that. Like I ain't no, but but I'm I'm like like I say when it comes to like football. I'm not no Stafford fan, but I got to give it to the boy. The boy was slinging the ball like it wasn't no tomorrow. When he got comfortable, he started throwing it downfield and he started connecting. I, I ain't got no problems with it. It was a good game. It, it was a good game. If, but. You know the game was good if I was watching. Yeah, I, I, I guess we could say that. Yeah. You don't know nothing about the, but the Houston Oilers on your team. <laughs> The Up Houston to now, Oilers, I'm the Houston Oilers, and I just wear Bengals jersey. Like, they, they, the Houston Oilers has been disenfranchised as long as I have been alive. Their quarterback is 10 years, 20, 20 years older than me. Maybe 30. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they ain't been around for a while. I, I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> The game was so good, I actually watched it. Well, good job. All right, like, I, I, can, I can admire that. Right? Yeah, you, you like looked at the game and did your thing, so it's and all good. And danced through the whole Super Bowl and just stopped working, just got behind on my work and everything. So I just got, I just mm. got, it was so riveting. I just, like. Did you watch the game with anybody? Nobody, no, no, no worth talking about. <laughs> Let's just say it was on. <laughs> let's just say that it was all yeah that's crazy so well sure that's what's up man what else we got we got anything it's we time to go because we need these people listen y'all y'all hit the subscribe button 
and the follow button. You know what? You know what? Let me tell you something. Okay. I wasn't on my job today. I listen, y'all. I we was having so much fun over here. I wasn't even on my job. I I wasn't I wasn't even on my job, y'all. I didn't do what I was like I normally do. But listen, okay. So hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Okay. Make any comments. Come back if you're watching it later. Make your comments. If it's not some tomfoolery, we'll probably answer. Yeah, I know what tomfoolery is. Go on over to our Real Talk page at our website. Tell us whatever you're thinking. Again, if it's illegal, I will report you. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just saying. And uh, listen. Listen to us on all our podcasts platforms we are on podcast platforms around the globe yeah we on all of them <laughs> yeah. oh shout out to singapore 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 shout out hey y'all we over there we over there now y'all shout yeah. out okay but anyway uh we, we leaving now yeah, I got one thing though. I got one thing. So you know, I had, I had, I had to go get a background check, right? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Listen, the place that I had to go get this background check, I don't really mess with them, so dun, they don't mess dun, with dun, me. Dun, dun, <laughs> so I had to go down to the police station dun, 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 dun. get this background check. It was crazy. So. I'll go in, sit down, get, get, get the information and everything done, and have my paperwork in. Then some other people start coming in and having their paperwork in. Why was I down there for almost an hour and a half? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It was longer. <laughs> it was longer. It was long. Y'all, listen. Okay, y'all. Okay, y'all. Okay, I'm going to go and chime in. Listen, y'all, 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 we done told y'all we talk all day long. Like, if we're not at work or whatever, like, we talk, we, because we'll think of stuff. And a lot of times we both be driving. So, you know, we'll handle business texting. So, like, we'll call each other and be like, hey, you think of this? Hey, what about this? Hey, like, and then we might say something funny to each other, whatever. So, I was out running errands. Cause we, you know, cause we, uh, we talked yesterday. Go listen to Free Fall Friday. It's funny. Uh, well, it's not. It's not funny, but it's go listen to Free Fall Friday. But anyway, it's informational. Yeah, it was kind. Of, so we had recorded yesterday, and then I was out running errands. He was doing what he was, and he went. Now listen, y'all know we get up early in the morning. We tell y'all know we get up early in the morning. So after we finished recording, he went to do this. It was longer than an hour and a half, y'all. He being nice. He I'm just saying. Listen, I think I walked into voluntary detainment. <laughs> Cause listen. You was there I, by at least noon. 
I was like, I was like, and you didn't leave till like uh, like two two thirty. So listen, listen, I will tell you where I was at. And it was somebody it, ahead of you. It was it was somebody ahead of me that had got tired of waiting and left, and I got that spot, and I had to wait like maybe 20 minutes then before they even called anybody back there. And then I had to fill out all that paperwork and give them, give them stuff checked out. I'm in the police department, y'all. I don't mess with the police. I'm in the police department. And you know, brothers, we don't want to be in the police uh, by force or voluntarily. <laughs> we don't want to be there. So after 20 minutes, I'm thinking, is this something on this record? <laughs> did I did I forget about? It? <laughs> I start sending out people texts talking about, "Hey, I'm down at thirteen oh five Olive at the police department. If you don't hear from me, this where I'm at." <laughs> I'm like, "Cause I don't know what's going on." Yeah, low key. Listen, that's why I kept making sure I was talking to him. Listen, I don't know why I was still like, sitting if you, here. If you still sitting in the waiting room and I could talk to you on the phone, then you okay. Listen, the moment you're not answering listen, that phone, listen, listen. I'm gonna have a I remember, Listen, I remember being in a courtroom, and and the guy was like, "I say, man, what they sitting over there for?" They said they ain't got no money. So they ain't got no money. Oh, oh yeah, they going to jail. Oh, they going to jail. Let me go and go back here to the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't be a part of that crowd. I'm sitting yeah. up in this police yeah. station, man, like. I'm sitting up in the police station like, what is on my record? I'm trying to take my mind back to freaking 92. What, what is on this record that I did that you can't, you got all this that you got to dig through? I'm like, oh my God, this is unbearable. I'm just waiting on the sheriffs to come in and pick me up now. I'm like, listen, listen, y'all, listen, listen, y'all, listen, I, I was making sure that I was continually talking to him. <laughs> he didn't realize, because I talk so much all the time anyway, he was like, oh, she just talked. But he didn't realize that in the back of my mind, I was like, as long as he can pick up this phone and talk to me, we good. The moment hey. this phone go to voicemail, I'm going to be like, Listen. look, Listen. look, I got his wife on speed dial. I was going to be like, girl, go check. Listen, listen. People don't understand that when you go to jail on Friday, you don't get out until Monday. Listen. And that's if the judge is going to be nice and let you out. If he even heard your case. I, Woo, I was like, oh no, I should have came in here on a Wednesday. I would have been out by Friday. Listen, I... I got his wife on speed dial, y'all. I got it. Man, I was like, this I got crazy. it. I got it. <laughs> I, I was going to be like, girl. He's locked up right now. He's locked up and they won't let me out. <laughs> <laughs> we was talking and then all of a sudden he went out this his phone. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. That was, that was straight crazy. I was like, man, look, I ain't got time for this, but you yeah, know, yeah. that's that's all I wanted to say. I was like, hey man, you know them experience, man. It's too it's, it's too late in the game to be going to jail. Yeah. Struggle is real. It's the same. Yeah, so 
So what's up? We gonna get out of here? We good? Yeah, we gotta go. All right, then. So we already said our platforms. Insane rhetoric with a K. We everywhere. Yeah. Insane rhetoric with K.com. Yeah. Just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric. Be out this piece. Later, y'all. Bye, y'all. We're so happy you joined us for Rebroadcast Monday. Come back and join us on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.